Welcome to Gospel Reframe. This podcast is here to encourage you to spend five more minutes reframing your day with the hope of the gospel. In each episode, we will consider the gospel implications of a particular passage from the Bible and savor them together. Here's your host, Jim Weaver. Hello, friends. Today we're looking at Matthew chapter 7, verses 7 through 11, where Jesus says, Ask, and it will be given to you. Seek, and you will find. Knock, and it will be opened to you. For everyone who asks receives, and the one who seeks finds, and to the one who knocks it will be opened. Or which one of you, if his son asks him for bread, will give him a stone? Or if he asks for a fish, will give him a serpent? If you then, who are evil, know how to give good gifts to your children, how much more will your Father, who is in heaven, give good gifts to those who ask him? These verses on prayer are found in Jesus' Sermon on the Mount. Jesus has already been giving his disciples a a warning about making a public spectacle of prayer like the hypocrites who pray to be seen by others. He's also given his disciples that very famous yet simple pattern for praying in the Lord's Prayer. But now a little later in the Sermon on the Mount, he returns to the subject of prayer a third time, you might say, to personalize prayer and invite his disciples to pray as children of a very benevolent father. I might mention here that in all three of these passages on prayer in the Sermon on the Mount, Jesus makes our relationship to God as Father central to everything. Notice in this third passage on prayer that Jesus doesn't use the word for prayer at all, as he has in the others. He he rather speaks of prayers asking and seeking and knocking. And for emphasis, he repeats this triad with the promise that If we ask, it will be given to us. If we seek, we will find. And if we knock, the door will be opened to us. Now, for the longest time, I really wrestled with why Jesus would tell us to ask and seek and knock. And the conclusion I came to was that Jesus was teaching us to be perseverant in prayer, to be persistent. I thought Jesus was saying, ask God for what you need. And if he doesn't answer you, start to seek him further, and if he still doesn't answer, pound on the door. Basically, I understood Jesus to be teaching me that I must not accept no for an answer, and like a child who at times pesters their parents until they eventually give in, that's how I was to approach this whole matter of prayer. If God doesn't respond to my asking, I'm going to seek. If he doesn't respond to my seeking, I'm going to pound on the door, etc., It made sense because I knew there were these other passages where Jesus teaches us to be persistent in prayer, maybe like the the parable of the persistent widow in Luke chapter 18. However, there is a problem with this interpretation. Do you see it? The problem is that Jesus says whoever asks receives, and the one who seeks finds, and to the one who knocks it will be opened. In other words, Asking is answered. Seeking finds. Knocking opens. So Jesus isn't teaching us that we need to graduate to more serious kinds of prayer to get a response from our Father, as though he's some kind of absent or uninterested parent. So then I I asked myself, what's the point of the asking and seeking and knocking? I don't think they're an escalation of activity as much as they represent different needs in our lives. There are some things that are clear, and we only need to ask the Father for them. 
However, there are other things that are not as clear, and perhaps we, we aren't even sure what we are to be asking for, so we seek wisdom in fuzzy times. And there are other times when our hearts are just pounding to be in the same room with our Father. So we knock. You see, you see these, these represent different ways to come to God given our need at the time. And in telling us to ask and seek and knock, Jesus is teaching us that our Father is indeed accessible to us in all of life and in all of our needs. I think this explanation makes the most sense because there's this little parable that follows where Jesus says, which of you, if his son asks him for bread, will give him a stone? Or if he asks for a fish, will give him a serpent? If you then, who are evil, know how to give good gifts to your children, how much more will your father who is in heaven give good things to those who ask him? After reading this, I can't help but remember this time uh, that I captured a baby snake outside the church with the idea that I would actually give it to my son Nicholas for Christmas as a present. I thought it was cute and would be a very unique gift. Then I did a quick Google image search of snakes in the area just to identify what kind of snake this was. And to my horror, I learned it was actually a poisonous copperhead. I was almost the very embodiment of an evil father. But the point Jesus is making here is that if we, as fallen human fathers, know how to give good gifts to our children, why would we think our perfect Heavenly Father was any less accessible to us and willing to give us all good things? That's the thing. Good things. Friends, God loves us too much to give us stones and snakes, even if we passionately plead for them in our ignorance. Let this truth reframe your life today. Jesus' mission was to come and satisfy sin's demands on the cross and make it possible for us to approach the throne of God the Father with full confidence as sons and daughters. Thanks for listening to Gospel Reframe. For more information about this podcast or to listen to other episodes, visit gospelreframe.com. Thank you.